Ladies and gentlemen, this is America's Healthcare Advocate. Broadcasting coast to coast across the USA. Your guide to protecting your personal health. Bringing you simplified answers to the complex questions surrounding healthcare. Everything from cancer to liver transplants. Nutrition. Exercise. My yoga and Pilates instructor, Dana Goodale. Mental health and even pet care. Dr. Wayne Hunthausen, Westwood Animal Hospital. Empowering you to take control of your health and wellness. My very special guest today, Grace Marie Turner, president of the Galen Institute. Welcome back, Grace Marie. Well, Carrie, it's a pleasure to be with you. And I do have to say, you are the most knowledgeable about health policy. Just superlative. And now, ladies and gentlemen. Gentlemen, 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 gentlemen. And now, America's healthcare advocate, Carrie Hall. Hello, America. Welcome to America's Healthcare Advocate Show, broadcasting coast to coast across the USA here on the HIA Radio Network. We are 293 affiliates strong, thanks to all of you out there in our listening audience. Our producer today, Mr. Sean Floyd. I'm your host, Carrie Hall. This is your show, America. Once again, we thank you for joining us. If we're going to do a unique show today, and a lot of these shows, we get a lot of feedback. In fact, I'm going to read you some feedback on one of them here in a minute. But what I want to tell you about is make sure that you, if you hear this and you want to tell somebody about it, go to the podcast platforms. There are a bunch of them. So we've got SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes, Apple Play, TuneIn. All those podcast platforms, every show is posted up there. I'm going to read a little feedback I got from a young lady up in Washington State. I really like that episode about how to make affordable health care choices. It made me think we need to offer a lower-cost plan option to our employees at Ames Peterson. How do you like that? So she listened to that show. We did that show like two months ago, and she found it up on the podcast platform, listened to it. Now they're going to go back and adjust their benefits and put better benefits in place for their employees. So the purpose of telling you that is that instead of trying to regurgitate what you hear here on the air to somebody else or explain it, go to the podcast platforms. It's all up there, and you can listen. By the way, if you are looking for health insurance, the lovely Joyce Thompson is happy to help you with Medicare or individual health insurance. You can reach her at 877-385-2224, anywhere in the country. She's happy to chat with you. Or if you're looking for one of those group plans, like that young lady in Washington was, and that happens to be the show that Nate Tate and Joyce Thompson did, you can reach out to Nate Tate for employer-sponsored health care at 877-385-2224 or their website, rpsbenefitsbydesigninc.com. My website, americashealthcareadvocate.com. If you have questions or you want to send me a comment like that young lady did, Go to the website, send me an email. I get a lot of emails. So I don't answer each one of them every day, but I do answer each and every one of them. So once again, the website, americashealthcareadvocate.com. All right, today we're going to do a unique show. You know, I've done, I can't tell you, we've been doing this 16 years, and this is a topic for some reason that I have never covered and never even talked about. We're going to talk about Parkinson's today, um, and we're going to talk about a program that helps people that have Parkinson's. We have a lady in studio with us today, Sarisa Curry. Uh, she has a company here in Kansas City that actually helps people. It's called Your Corner Fitness. We're going to talk about that in a minute. Okay. And they do a Parkinson's exercise program. And I thought this would be really interesting nationally, even though her studio is here in Kansas City, to talk to you about across the country. I happen to have a friend whose father is afflicted with this. It, they have a huge problem with it. Um, I didn't know there was any kind of program out there until this was brought to me, so I thought it would make a great broadcast. 
broadcast rather. So Sarisa is from Madison, Wisconsin. She moved to Kansas City in 2006. She and her husband David have three daughters and two sons. Uh, in her lifetime, Sarisa has touched nearly every aspect of health and fitness, from the front desk receptionist to fitness instructor to personal trainer, all the way to, to manager of operations. She has her own business now, the ownership, which she started in 2015, and that is Your Corner Fitness, which is here um, in Kansas City. And they have taken on a new role as an advocate for the Parkinson's community of Kansas City and surrounding communities. And that's what we're going to talk about is this program that they have and how it works. So welcome, Sarisa. Glad to have you on board and here to talk to us today. So how, how of all the things that you could be teaching and you probably have taught with regard to personal training and fitness, how did you get to Parkinson's? Well, thank you very much for having me, first of all. And just a quick correction, um, In Your Corner of Fitness uh, was our LLC. And in 2015, we actually transitioned to a nonprofit organization. And that business is called the Parkinson's Exercise and Wellness Center. Ah, so. well, we better change that then. Okay. <laughs> so if you're looking for us, that's where you'll find us. Um, and and to be perfectly honest and frank, um, I, I did not have a history of family or friends with Parkinson's. Um, as you uh, heard in my bio, my background was fitness and, and the fitness industry. Um, however, in 2015, there was... Um, a shift in medical practice when it comes to people with Parkinson's disease. And it became aware that exercise was something that could benefit um, a person who's been given that diagnosis and could significantly change the quality of their life. And this came to my attention working at Title Boxing Club and started working with a very small group of individuals who were diagnosed with Parkinson's disease of various levels and progressions. I really didn't know if there was anything to this new found therapy called exercise. Um, But I did know that in my experience, exercise pretty much helps everybody in every place of their life. So going through and putting these these gentlemen through exercises um, that basically did exactly what uh, the opposite of what Parkinson's does, affects balance, um, affects movement, affects rigidity and strength, Um, cognition, um, emotional type of issues as well, Um, performing exercises that do the opposite. And within a very short amount of time, these gentlemen were significantly changing for the better. Uh, They were self-reporting to me that they were walking better, that they were falling less, that their tremors were less, that they were sleeping better, uh, that they had a better outlook on their day when they knew that they were coming to exercise. So with that knowledge, I forged ahead. Um, We started Uh, in your corner and started rock steady boxing here in the Kansas City area and myself and my coach um, Josh we were able to put together a a very small business at that point in time which very quickly grew as the word got around. Well you know it's remarkable I I guess the first thing that I that I think about when I think of Parkinson's I can't think of the movie star's name who went to testified in front of Congress he was in Back to the Future Michael J. Fox. Michael J. Fox who really brought this to national prominence, um, and, and people, as you sat and listened to him, if you didn't know anything about Parkinson's, if you weren't moved by that, I don't know what you'd be moved by. Um, what's remarkable to me about this is you, it, it, two words you said, significantly improve. Now, this isn't a drug. This isn't a surgical treatment. This is exercise. So we're going to talk about what all that is here in a little while. But the point is, this that's really quite remarkable when something I'm not going to say as simple, but something as basic as exercise, and I'm sure it's tailored, and we'll talk about that to the specifics of this disease. But 
what what caused this discovery to happen? Was it research, scientific research, like research they do on Alzheimer's? Or how did they get to a point where they said, you know what, this could really make a difference for people? Right. And with a lot of medicational inter- medication interventions, um, sometimes they're accidental. And in this situation, um, in Indianapolis, Indiana, there was a prosecuting attorney by the name of Scott Newman who was diagnosed at an early age with young-onset Parkinson's disease, which means he was... Uh, under the age of 60, and now it's under the age of 50, but he was in his early 40s. And his whole career took kind of a a spiral tailspin. He was having difficulty with speaking clearly. Um, He had a visible tremor. And all of those things in his position um, were very challenging. Well, Scott fell into a pretty deep state of depression. Um, Some of his friends weren't willing to let him wallow in that. And they said, you know, come on over. I've got a, a boxing bag hanging up in my basement We'll punch around on that. You'll feel better, I promise. So he went over, worked out, hit the bag a couple times, uh, went home, and noticed he slept better that night. And went back to Something that again. basic. Something that basic. And the first time, the first experience with that form of exercise. Went back again, and over the next couple weeks, he could not deny the fact that he was doing better. That he everything, all of his symptoms were improving, um, including his mental health. And he said, I wonder if there's anything to this. So he went out, he found a boxing coach and started working with her a little bit more specifically. Um, And there was enough change and a significant enough change that he said, I think that we need to research this. And the University of Indianapolis picked it up. Uh, They started a research group of about 40 individuals. Um, 20 of those individuals were doing rock study. 20 of them were not doing any intervention. So they they did a controlled study. They did a controlled study. Yeah, and, it, and obviously it made a big difference. Yep, and the results were, were released in 2015, which is when this kind of broke through and said, holy smokes, there's something to this. Yeah, there really is something to it. And we're going to come back from the break. We're going to talk more with Sarisa about what there is to it and how it works. And we'll have her tell some stories about some folks that have made significant improvements. And we'll also talk about at what point do you start doing this early? You know, what about people that have already got it and they're further down the line? We're going to talk about that when we come back in the break. The website, if you want to reach out directly to Sarisa, is the PEWC. Dot org, the PEWC.org, her phone number, 913-333-2473 here in the KC Metro. We'll also talk about how you can access this program nationally after the break. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate, broadcasting here on the HI Radio Network, coast to coast across the USA. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with more after the break. Welcome back. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate Show, broadcasting coast to coast across the USA here on the HIA Radio Network. You can find out more about us by going to the website americashealthcareadvocate.com, americashealthcareadvocate.com. My producer, Mr. Sean Floyd, I'm your host, Kerry Hall. We're going to continue this conversation. We're talking about Parkinson's now, and we're talking about a group of people that go that, that have put together these programs across the country. So, you know, we're talking about Kansas City, obviously. Sarisa is here in Kansas City, but we're all, I'm also going to give you information. You're listening to me in Tampa. 
you're listening to me in San Luis Obispo, you're listening to me in uh, Los Alamos, or, or you know wherever you are, okay? We're going to give you information nationally where you can access this program if this is something you want to do. You've got somebody in your family with Parkinson's. That's why I'm doing this today is to get information out there to all of you that may have somebody in your family that is suffering from this debilitating disease. So you said something going out of that segment, Sarisa, that I want to go back to. So he discovered this at an early age. But, so people are out there listening, and they're going, well, you know, my grandfather's got this, and he's not in early stage. He's in, you know, maybe he's in a middle stage or even more advanced stage. How, does, does this program help them, or are they cut off at a certain point? No, it absolutely can help at any age and any stage of diagnosis. Um, so Rocksteady has broken down into three or, sorry, four different programs, and they've actually added a fifth. Um, so level one is going to be your highest intensity or highest performing group of individuals. So young onset, those who are, are still very fit, very active, and very healthy, um, those classes are intended to be very high intensity, uh, very challenging on multiple planes of movement and activity. And really, the, the goal behind a level one class is to keep those individuals functioning at the highest level possible for as long as possible, to delay the disease so that they can live uh, their best life for the longest term possible. Uh, level two and level three, you look at maybe further progression, people who have maybe been diagnosed eight to 10 years. Uh, they're seeing more movement issues and challenges. They're maybe having some falls at this point. They're maybe starting to stop driving or stop working because their progression has changed in such a way. Um, in those classes, we are looking to maintain um, activities of daily living, meaning that they can continue to care for themselves in their home, meaning that they're uh, avoiding falls, avoiding hospital stays, um, and that they're able to stay in their home as long as possible. So the exercises, the intensity, and the challenges are there. Level four and level five are those who maybe are non-ambulatory or aren't walking anymore. Like in a wheelchair. Wheelchair. Uh, they may be bedridden. They may... Um, just not have the quality of life to be able to move around anymore. However, quality of life is not based on movement. It's based on your perception of your life. It's based on your perception of your strength and your health. And we can help a person to maintain that for as long as possible. That's amazing. I work with a 99-year-old woman in a skilled nursing center. She is non-ambulatory, but we get her in her recliner chair. She moves her entire body during that time. And her family attributes that to her being alive to this day. That's amazing. I mean, and I, again, you know, when I do these shows, people, the idea is to get information out there to you so you can hear about these kind of programs that are unique and can make a difference. 99-year-old woman. Well, that about covers that, I guess. If we're going <laughs> to talk about any stage or any age, um, that is quite remarkable. That, 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 that you can actually do that, and, and, and that's the way that it works. And so basically those five levels mean that you're going to fit in there somewhere. You're going to fit in somewhere. Even if you're sitting in a wheelchair. Mm -hmm. And uh, that the reason that comes to mind to me is because I have a good friend whose father-in-law has that issue, and he is in a wheelchair. Um, and they're very concerned about him, and, and he's not making a lot of improvement. Right. And, and, and it sounds to me like this is an opportunity – where they could make a, a lot of improvement. Mm -hmm. So let's switch gears a minute and talk, because we talked a little bit about medications before. How is medicine advancing toward finding any kind of a cure? Uh, you talked about Michael J. Fox. Mm -hmm. He's been you know, kind of at the forefront of this. How is that working? Yeah, I would say that <coughs> in the last uh, five to 10 years, there's been probably the most advancements in uh, care and a potential cure than there has for the last 100 years. And I think Michael J. Fox Foundation is a big proponent to that. 
Um, they're starting to isolate uh, genes just like the BRCA gene or some of the other genes that we know cause certain diseases. Right. Um, right now they're honing in on three specific gene com- uh, components that could predict that you may get Parkinson's or put you at a higher risk. Wow. Um, so being able to look at those genes and be able to say, look, there's a good chance that you might have this allows for early intervention or at least for lifestyle changes that could um, prolong or possibly um, steer you away from that possibility. Um, so the Michael J. Fox Foundation has been pivotal in that research as well as the Parkinson's Foundation. Um, as far as therapies go, um, they have uh, DBS, which is deep brain stimulation. Um, they have another version of that now that uses ultrasound, so there's uh, no entering the brain with anything surgical. Um, that is considered an advancement in therapy as well. That That's remarkable. I'm really glad to hear that because you don't hear a lot about that. And, it, you know, I, I often say on this broadcast when I talk about cancers and some of the other things that we have going on in this country that we're very fortunate because the innovation in this country and what we're able to do here um, and, and that's a classic example of that because I don't think before Michael J. Fox became a national spokesman for this, people paid very much attention to this at all. No, I think you're right. Yeah, I, I you know, it was there, but it really wasn't talked about. How big a problem is this in terms of overall population? Yeah. But uh, how, how does that sort out? So um, Parkinson's is being diagnosed almost on an epidemic level at this point. Um, it used to be an older person's disease, so 65 and older. Um, it used to be primarily males, 80% males to female diagnoses. Um, nowadays, we're seeing people in their early 40s, even their 30s, even their 20s being diagnosed with Parkinson's. And we're seeing that the, the male and female um, percentages are getting close to even. That's that you're getting, you know, you're talking about Alzheimer numbers now when you start mm-hmm. talking about that. So, why do you think it's moving, you know, 80% males above 65, and now we're talking about people, male and female, um, 40 up? What, 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 what do they attribute that to? Is there anything they can attribute it to? Well, and I think that's the tricky part with Parkinson's and with advancing therapies and so on, is it's different for every single brain. If you think of your brain as a snowflake, there's not a single one that's the same. So when a disease that affects the brain um, gets in there, it does different things. So everybody's relationship with Parkinson's looks different. And there's, you know, some of the diagnoses goes back to um, exposure. If you were exposed to farm chemicals or paint or Agent Orange, which is a big one for our veterans. Yeah, I know. I'm in the program. Uh, I'm a Vietnam veteran. I'm in the Agent Orange program. Okay. That's that's, that's a little bit interesting, to say the least. Yeah. So Agent Orange exposure raises your risk on... A lot. How interesting. A lot, she says. Yeah, quite a bit. Um, But, you know, exposure, if we look at, you know, the things that we use nowadays for our crops or in our food or in our storage containers and some of the things that we hear a lot about, you know, that you should avoid, microwaving, plastic, and so on. Uh, We've done that for decades. So it could be leading to some of these uh, neurological conditions. If you want more information, this lady certainly knows what she's talking about. The website is thepewc.org, thepewc.org. You can call her directly. She is obviously a wealth of information. 913-333-2473 is her phone number nationwide. So you're listening to me in San Luis Obispo, Tampa Bay, uh, you know, wherever it may be. You can go to rockcityboxing.org, rockcityboxing.org. They have these organizations all over the country. As you can see, 99 years old. They can help that lady. They can probably help somebody in your family. We'll be right back after the break. We're going to take a deep dive into what they really do. Stay tuned. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate, broadcasting here on the HI Radio Network. 
coast to coast across the USA. Welcome back. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate Show, broadcasting coast to coast across the Fruited Plain here on the HI Radio Network. Our producer today is Mr. Sean Floyd. I'm your host, Kerry Hall. You can find out more about us by going to the website, americashealthcareadvocate.com. You know, listening to Cerisa is kind of like drinking out of a fire hose on this topic, isn't it? Well, you might want to go up on that podcast platform or listen to this again, or if somebody in your family's got the issue, uh, or friend, or relative, whatever the case may be, Podcast platforms, Spotify, Apple Play, it's all up there, SoundCloud, iTunes, and TuneIn. You can listen to the whole show up there again or tell somebody about it. Where can they get help? How can they get involved in rock steady boxing? By the way, I screwed that up on the last segment. It's rock steady boxing. That Inc., that is the website, that is the group that nationally, if you're not here in Kansas City, if you are here in the Kansas City metro, the PEWC.org, that is Cerise's organization, the PEWC.org is the organization. The phone number, if you want to reach out to her. You know, if you've got somebody that's got this problem, when I get off the air here today, I'm going to contact my friend and tell him about this, and he lives up in western Missouri, and see if his father-in-law can get involved in this program. If you want to call her, 913-333-2473, 913-333-2473 is the phone number, and uh, they will be uh, she will be happy to help you uh, and chat with you about what they do. All right, Sarisa, so let, let's kind of take a deep dive on what you do. I'm looking at, at your information here. Talk about, you know, movement, mobility. How does all this work? Let's kind of go through it because we've got, we got enough time here to really kind of get into it. All right. Well, thank you. I like deep diving into what we do. It's fun. Um, so as we've said multiple times already in, this, in the show, rock steady boxing is really where it all started. Um, it is what changed the conversation. It changed the tempo of how people with Parkinson's manage their disease. And we started offering rock steady boxing in early 2016. And through uh, 2018, it was the only program that we offered. And we saw huge success here in the community. People saw fantastic results. Um, and we knew that it was real. We knew that it was uh, realistic to think that we could literally change the course of someone's disease with exercise. Um, there were a couple places where it fell through. Um, so Parkinson's affecting both motor and non-motor symptoms, uh, tremor, balance, gait issues, um, sleep issues, constipation, anxiety, and depression. Um, all of those things are something that we want to target on a daily basis. Rocksteady hit many of them, but it missed some of them. So we started adding additional programs and certifications to our, our program um, offerings, um, starting with yoga, meditation, um, and stretching. So, I'm, I'm seeing Pilates on here, and Pilates. I've been doing Pilates for 12 years. Yep. So this is interesting to me. Yeah, so being able to um, learn how to breathe properly is good <coughs> for everybody. Again, I'll go back and say exercise is good for everybody. Uh, whether that body is in a disease condition or whether it's healthy and functional. Um, so Pilates, yoga, meditation um, kind of touched in on some of the mental health aspects of it. How do I bring my body to a place of calm when you know my anxiety is through the roof or when I'm in a position where I'm just really questioning what does my future look like? And that can happen every day for a person with Parkinson's. If they wake up and they're having a bad morning, uh, they're not moving well, they're 
they are just struggling to do the day-to-day activities, um, having a practice of meditation or having a practice of breathing can be very, very beneficial. Um, some of the other programs that you'll see in our, our offerings, dance has been shown to be something really? very effective. Tango in particular in the research. So research, you know, research isn't the end-all be-all. Sometimes you just have to see what works best for you. Yeah, you got to try um, it out. So our dance program um, works very much on coordination, uh, keeping rhythm, being able to count an eight-count beat, um, dual tasking, which means both the upper body, lower body are doing different things, uh, reciprocal movement, all the things that, again, are important for a Parkinson's body. And to go back to your issue of who can do this, um, dance class can be done standing, seated, or laying down. Wow. So there is no reason that someone who's in a wheelchair cannot participate and have the joy of being able to dance even in a wheelchair setting. Um, Some additional programs, Power or Parkinson's Wellness Recovery is another Parkinson-specific program um, that is the exercise um, kind of follow-up to LSVT or Lee Silverman's Big and Loud program. Um, So that's a therapy that would be done in a therapy setting. We pick up and we keep that exercise going. So um, Parte is the Parkinson's Art of Expression. That is a program that's unique to us. Um, our coach, Stephanie Goodman, is the creator and developer of that program. Um, it is based on, on hijacking the limbic system uh, to produce bigger movement, bigger facial expression, bigger voices, and bigger emotions. And if you've ever known anybody with Parkinson's, um, all of those things become a little bit muted. Uh, facial affect is, is very common, it means that you lack the ability to show expression. Um, moods become smaller, voices become smaller, and the Parte program works on amplifying all of those through theatrical expression. So those are just a handful of some of the things. It's that quite we offer. a handful, if I do say so myself. It's, that is quite a handful. Basically, what I'm hearing here is there's basically something there for everybody. Everything. Yeah. Everybody. Yeah. And we have we have a lot of golfers in our program. So really, yeah, we do. Um, you know, Parkinson's is not selective with who it um, attacks, chooses. Yeah. I guess you could say. Um, you know, we never choose Parkinson's, but sometimes it chooses us. And how you deal with that is uh, really an indicator of how your life will be with it. Um, so the golfers in our program um, asked for something over the winter time. Um, one of the things with Parkinson's, you tend to get very stiff and rigid and lose mobility, which does not relate to a good golf game. You have to be flexible and mobile. Uh, so we put a program on called Movement and Mobility that uses uh, what looks like an, a big souped-up PVC pipe, um, and we use that to work on range of motion and flexibility through the head, trunk, and low back and hips. And So if somebody's homebound, do you have people that will go out and work with them in their home? Um, so we actually offer Zoom classes. So somebody who is homebound can actually come in and join a class through their uh, computer or TV or their laptop. Okay. Um, so we don't have, unfortunately, our resources are fairly limited. Yeah, I can able understand. To meet everybody yeah. where they're at. However, offering a Zoom program does allow them to, to sign on and do that from their home. Where are your facilities here in the Kansas City metro for yep. folks here? Where are they physically located? Um, so our, our largest hub right now um, is the... Um, 95th and Mission location. Okay. So we're right in Ranch Mart Shopping Center. Oh, wow. Right next okay. to Prize Auto Care. So yeah. everybody knows where Ranch Mart is. Um, and then we've recently opened a second location um, working out of the Police Athletic League in Wyandotte County. So okay. Right Strawberry Hill, right on the hill. Yeah. Uh, we're offering Rock Study there as well. That, that's pretty remarkable. And if you want to reach out to her and find out about getting in the classes, call her. 
913-333-2473. Also, are they listed on the website so they can go up on the website? Yep. The website is thepewc.org, thepewc.org. For you listening around the country, the website for you outside of Kansas City, rocksteadyboxing.org, rocksteadyboxing.org. So I want to go back to something. I see Pilates on here, and since Mm -hmm. I do that, how do you do that? Are they actually getting on a Cadillac reformer? We have a reformer. Seriously. So we have Pilates instructor, uh, Brianne Riesenhoover is her name. Uh, She actually has quite a bit of uh, training in neuro uh, Pilates. So people who have had either strokes or brain injuries. Right. You know, Parkinson's is in the neuro kind of category. So um, she is trained on the reformer to help with uh, stabilizing the body. One thing about Parkinson's, generally speaking, it affects one side of the body more than the other. So when you're working on balance and stability, uh, that can be a major factor. So getting on the reformer can help greatly with that. Um, most of the classes that teach, or the largest classes she teaches, I should say, are floor Pilates. Uh, so we have Pilates. Matt Pilates, in other mm-hmm. words. Okay. We have, uh, we have the Pilates arc. We have the Pilates wheel. We have the Pilates balls. Um, we have blocks. Everything you can think of to put a person in a, a posture that is beneficial for them and then work on strengthening there. So if they can get to your facility, they can get into any of these programs. Yes, sir. Okay. So if they're, they're if you're here in Johnson County, even if you're in the KC Metro, Ranch Park on 95th, that's pretty easy to get to. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not really too hard to get over to, to 95th. What is fit to care? Yeah, Fit to Care is our caregiver program. So when a family is given a diagnosis of Parkinson's, it's never one individual. It is the whole family, and the whole family mm-hmm. needs to be strong and able to take on the challenges that come with this disease. So, so that's care, bringing the whole family in and just basically going through it all together. Yep. It's really have, quite remarkable. We have grandkids that come over and work out. We have sisters, brothers, daughters, and so on. So that everybody's involved. Mm-hmm. That's really that. That's a great program. You know, folks, I do these kind of shows, and and the reason I do them again is to get information out there to you. So here now, you know, you know, nationally, uh, you can go to rocksteadyboxing.org, rocksteadyboxing.org. That's the website. That's a national website. Find some place near you that does this program. Very successful program here in Kansas City. Very fortunate. The website is thepewc.org. The PEWC.org. Uh, if you want to reach out to Sarisa directly, or you could call her at 913-333-2473, 913-333-2473. Uh, if you want help, you want maybe you've got a relative or a loved one you want to get involved in this. We'll be right back after the break. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate, broadcasting here on the HI Radio Network, coast to coast across the USA. Stay tuned. We've got more. Welcome back. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate Show, broadcasting coast-to-coast across the USA here on the HIA Radio Network. You can find out more about us by going to that website, americashealthcareadvocate.com. Also, this show on all the podcast platforms, iTunes, SoundCloud, TuneIn, Apple Play, Spotify. We're up there if you want to tell somebody about this great show, great information. This lady is truly an expert on this topic great way to learn about what they can do and how you can improve the life of somebody in your family if they have this issue. My producer, Sean Floyd, I'm your host, Carrie Hall, in studio with me, Sarisa Curry. She is from her organization. Website is 
the PEWC.org, the PEWC.org, uh, and you can reach out to her here in the KC Metro. You can even call her at 913-333-2473. Nationally, if you need help, rocksteadyboxing.org, rocksteadyboxing.org. You know, when we started out with this, I said to you, and I thought this was interesting, wow, this is really interesting because it's not a drug, it's not a therapy, and it's not a surgery. So, you know, what most people get with many things when they go see a provider is, well, we got a drug for that, okay, or we've got a surgery for that, okay, or, or you know, we've got a therapy for that. that. Talk about why this is so different from the standpoint of you're talking about, you're not talking about drugs. You're not talking about, uh, um, uh, you know, surgery or you mentioned that earlier about going in and do a, doing a surgery where they go into the brain type of things. Yeah, I know that I know that's out there. I know I don't know much about it, but I know it's out there. But mm-hmm. so talk about the contrast with this versus what you typically hear from a medical provider. Okay. Well, if we go back, <laughs> if we go back ten years at this point, and a person with Parkinson's goes to see their first level of care, which is a neurologist, that neurologist had two options: start you on medication, uh, usually carvedopa, levodopa. If you have Parkinson's, you'll recognize that name immediately. Um, Carvedopa levodopa was kind of the gold standard, is still the gold standard. I can't standard. even pronounce it. I'm really glad you're saying that. I have no idea what the hell she just said, and, Shaw, but anyway, go ahead. you can call it really whatever you want. Yeah. Um, but there was that, uh, for the right person or for the right candidate, deep brain stimulation was an op- opportunity as well. Um, from there, a person who was having significant movement issues could be sent to a physical therapist or an occupational therapist. If they were having challenges with swallowing or speech, they could be sent to a speech-language pathologist. Um, And then really from there, that was the first two levels of care for them. And there was really nothing after that until they needed to go into something like skilled nursing or a rehab hospital of some sort. So, again, changing the narrative by offering exercise as a therapy that can be done every day – uh, the negative side effects of exercise would be hard to I don't, I don't really, No. <laughs> uh, losing weight, improving cardio function, uh, you know, people who are diabetic, you know, reducing insulin dependency. Uh, there are really no negative side effects to exercise. Um, and uh, I would say that this differs because it is non-pharmaceutical. Our program is... Yeah, it's non-surgical, non-pharmaceutical, none of that. And it's available every day. And that's the other thing. Like, you may be able to talk to your doctor once every six months, maybe every three months if you're in a really bad way. Um, So getting interaction with your neurologist is very limited. Uh, Therapy starts and finishes. If they're not making progress or if you've exhausted your um, insurance out of pocket, you are done with therapy and you move on. They from that point have no other alternatives until they make another progression in the wrong direction to go back and and seek those attentions again. Uh, With us, they come to us every day if they want to. We're open six days a week. We have classes pretty much all day long. Um, And not only is it me or one of my other coaches, it is 15 to 20 other individuals who also have Parkinson's. So they develop a community and a support system of like-minded individuals who are all continuing to hold on to hope that their quality of life is something that's in their control. And it's not just based upon how many pills am I taking every day? How did I do in therapy? Oh, I didn't graduate. They're kicking me out. Um, Because that happens. And it's very sad. So we want to create a group of individuals who are advocating for their own health um, so that when they go to their doctor's appointments and their doctor says, oh, it sounds like you're not sleeping as well, let's get you started on a sleeping aid, another pharmaceutical. 
well, no, actually, I'm going to try yoga. And I'm going to try doing some meditation and deep breathing and see if I can't give myself the natural tools that I need to relax and sleep better. Well, it looks like you're having some constipation issues. Let's get you started on a pharmaceutical stool softener or even, you know, a laxative that has um, long-term side effects. Well, no, I think I'm going to try drinking some more water, increase my fiber, and I'm going to exercise every day. And let's see if that will help first. I want people to be in control of what their doctors allow them to take. And you're not telling them not to go to their doctor or not try. Absolutely not. So I'm going to ask you a question. So let's say somebody's already on a lot of these meds. They start this. Are you seeing people being able to come off of this stuff and start reducing their medical intake? We absolutely are. And it's it's a little (coughs) tricky to say because we don't ever want a person to be feeling so much better that they think they can self-adjust their medications. We always defer to the highest education and to the highest form of therapy, which is their doctor and their neurologist. So, um, you know, we wouldn't tell a person to do that ever, but their doctor may find, you know, you're doing so well. We think you can maybe back off a pill or two of your carvedopa levodopa. That's amazing. It's, and those are, that's just the one drug. If you look at um, cardiovascular medications, if yeah. you look at, you know, all of the other things I just mentioned, constipation, sleep issues, anxiety, and depression, um, those things just aren't needed as much. Remarkable. It really is. I really appreciate your coming here and doing this. I hope we do some more of these because it is remarkable information. Locally, if you want to reach out to Sarisa, the phone number 913-333-2473. I mean, if you listen to this and you've got somebody with this issue, you really need to talk to these folks, okay? The website, thepewc.org, thepewc.org. Nationally, if you want help, rocksteadyboxing.org rocksteadyboxing.org. I put these kind of topics on this broadcast because I'm trying to educate the audience in things that may help you and may change your life. This sounds like it can make a huge difference to people. You know, if she can help somebody in a wheelchair at 91 years of age, probably a pretty good chance that somebody in your family has this issue. They can, they can help them too. And again, as I said, you know, you're, you're, you're listening to me in Amarillo, Texas, okay? Or Tyler, Texas. I get messages from you folks down there a lot of the time. You know, I don't care where you are, okay? The, the, the national group is rocksteadyboxing.org, rocksteadyboxing.org. Again, here in Kansas City, 913-333-2473. And now, ladies and gentlemen, I leave you with this thought from Dr. Martin Luther King, Jr. Americans must learn to live together as brothers and sisters or we will surely perish together as fools. Truer words were never spoken in today's time. Thank you for listening to America's Healthcare Advocate, broadcasting here on the HIA radio network, coast to coast across the USA. Goodbye, America. Yeah, I'm a love struck baby. You got me love struck baby.